guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. So yes, this is our first time back in like forever. It feels like in forever. Um, so welcome to Leslie said what? Um, this is a show that I hope you get entertained, encouraged, and inspired to share what Leslie said. Yeah. So tonight, um, I want to see who all is with us. So make sure you say hi in the comments so that I can recognize you for being here and joining me. Okay. Because, yeah, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due, y'all. Um, okay. So what we're talking about tonight is something that I think affects most people, right? Like, let's be for real. It's something that affects most people. We're going to be talking about tonight, like, why we got to feel the need to stay busy? Like, why is that a thing? Like, why we got to feel like we got to stay busy? And the other thing we're going to be talking about is why do we have the need to please people? And then I'm going to share something funny with y'all. Um, so, yeah, that is going to be like a pre- um, a preview to next week's topic. But anyway, so we are going to jump right in. All right. So I want you guys to um, feel free to join the conversation because don't nobody want to just hear me, right? Like, let's be for real. You don't want to just hear me. Like, this is supposed to be a two-way conversation or 20-way conversation, whoever's on here. All right. So let's just talk about it. Let's dive right in. So first of all, let's see who all is in here. Oh my goodness. Hey, Natalie, girl, thanks for joining me. I so appreciate you. Um, Natalie is actually the one that came up with the name. Leslie said what? So yes, she is definitely important. Who else is all in here? Make sure you always say, hey, so I know that you're here and that if you have a comment on something that we are talking about, feel free to make a comment and join the conversation. Okay, guys, so let's jump right in. Like, ain't no sense of wasting no time. Why do you feel that people, if it's not you, other people, why do you feel um, the need to stay busy? I know this is me personally. Like, I feel the need to stay busy. What, what do you think? Like, I want to know, like, your opinion. Okay. Why do you think people feel the need to stay busy all the time? I know for me, it was more of a, like, cover-up. <laughs> If, that's, if that makes any sense. Yeah, for me, it's a cover-up. Like, it, it helps me to not stay up in my house and be depressed and stuff like that because I struggle with mental health. I struggle with mental illness. So um, my mental illnesses, I guess you could say, are anxiety and depression. So be, staying busy is honestly a cover-up. And believe it or not, it's a cover-up for a lot of people. Um, they either use it to um, mark their success they use it to try to fit in. They use it for various reasons. But honestly, being busy usually is a cover up for loneliness, uh, for depression, et cetera, et cetera. OK, so looking at the comments. Oh, hey, Sherry, girl, how are you? Um, OK, so help me answer the question, guys. Why do you think people feel the need to stay busy? All right. Oh, thanks, Sherry. Okay, so Sherry said, if I spend my time on others, I don't have to think about myself. Girl, say that. Like, a lot of people don't realize that, like, those of us who struggle with, like, <laughs> our own personal issues, like, our own personal happiness, a lot of times we try to help others or to, like we said, stay distracted and stay busy to make it so that we don't have to think about ourselves and what our real issues may be. Okay. That's so true. 
All right. Natalie says, um, mostly so I don't have to overthink everything. That's a good point. Because I don't know if you guys know this old school phrase that it says, hey, uh, uh, idle mind is a devil's workshop. Like, so it gives you time to think about things that you wouldn't ordinarily think about. And it drives you crazy. So a lot of people stay busy to cover up. Um, like I said, um, well, like Sherry put perfect point. Um, to cover up thinking about themselves and their inner issues and things like that. People um, do it so that they don't have to feel lonely and by themselves. So if I stay busy, also wait for it. People also do it so that they can feel more important. Okay. Believe it or not, some people do it so they can feel more important. I look more successful. I look more um, like I am a big achiever because I'm busy. I got so much to do. I'm seen so much more important than I am. So a lot of times it's a coping mechanism. Okay. For loneliness, um, sometimes for guilt, even like, um, just to pass the time away for things that you may feel guilty about to stay away from home, to stay away from issues. Literally a lot of times it becomes a coping mechanism. So again, feel free to j jump right in on the conversation. All right. So how do you guys feel about this statement? Busyness can be a sign of anxiety and depression. Okay. I know you're like, wait, what? Like, how is being busy make somebody depressed? How is anxiety going to make somebody be busy? But actually, that's a literally what it is. People who worry so much, like, those are the people who tend to be more busy and, like, overly anxious. And that's where it turns into that mental illness of anxiety because they literally become so consumed with worry that busyness becomes their way of coping with their anxiety, a.k.a. me. Something I struggle with is my anxiety. And I have to stay busy to fix things. For example... I know this may sound crazy, but I am very transparent. And again, hence the name Leslie said what? Because most of the time people are like, what did she just say on that show? Yeah, I said it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so me with my mental illnesses of anxiety and depression, a lot of times busyness is my way of coping. So for example, my anxiety goes so far as this. You ready? If I'm driving home from work, right? And there's something in the road. I'm going to make myself busy trying to get that stuff out of the road because in my head, this is how bad my anxiety is, y'all, and my worry, is that I fear that my husband who comes home at night because it's so dark won't see what's in the road and he's going to hit it and he'll die. Like legit, legit, legit overthinking, right? Like legit anxiety. That's how bad my anxiety is. It's it's crazy. A lot of people are like, wait, what? No, really, that's my how far my anxiety goes. So keeping myself busy helps me keep myself um what I feel like keeps my anxiety down, which honestly, it does make it worse. It literally does because you can't think, you can't process things properly. As far as my depression and busyness being a coping mechanism for that, if I'm busy, I ain't got time to be depressed. So there you go, literally. So with my anxiety and my depression, a lot of times busyness was my escape. Okay. So like I was working four or five jobs trying to keep up with bills when in actuality, not only is it my trying to keep up with bills, but honestly, it became a coping mechanism. All right. So we got some, some comments on this. So Danielle says, I feel like if I don't stay busy, I will be perceived as lazy girl. If you don't say that, that is so, so true. A lot of people feel like if they don't appear busy or if they don't appear 
um, or put on that whole persona of a busy person that they look lazy or um, unmotivated or or, sl or slothful or slowful or whatever you want, however you say that word. <laughs> a lot of people think it makes them look lazy. And it's, it's not true. It literally becomes a mental battle because that's what we're always taught. If you're not doing something, if you're not active, you're lazy. That is no, 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 no. Okay. Busyness is literally a coping mechanism and a cover up because just because you're busy doesn't mean that you're being actually productive and doing what you're supposed to do. Let's be for real. It's just a matter of being busy. Ha. Thanks, Daniel. Hashtag facts, girl. For real. Okay, so again, yes, busyness can be a sign of anxiety and depression. So it can contribute to your mental health. All right, so here's another statement. We're busy because we're people pleasers. Yeah, guilty, guilty. So if you aren't busy to cope with like anxiety or mental health and all these other things we were just talking about, a lot of times we're busy because we're so wrapped up in pleasing people. I don't understand. I, I will never understand how we get to that point. But literally, we become so involved in pe pleasing other people that we forget where we begin and they end. Okay, because we become so accustomed to that. All right. So being busy, sometimes we're so busy, because we're trying to please everybody. We don't know our boundaries. We don't we forget to say no. Um, Oh, that's so good, Danielle. I'm so glad. I needed to stumble into this tonight. And that's the whole point of this. Like, I'm going live. Whoever drops in, drops in. I feel like whoever needs it, needs it. But yes, a lot of times we become so busy because we're so busy wrapped up in pleasing everybody else and that we forget to be who we need to be to take care of ourselves. Okay? Because a lot of times people think, oh, my God, you look so, so admirable. Oh my gosh, we admire you because you are always doing for others. Nah, bro. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't take the bait. Okay, <laughs> Don't take the bait. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're to be admired because you have gotten to the point where you're wrapped up in everybody else that you've neglected your own self and your own needs. Okay. So that becomes an issue. So that brings us to our next question. Why are we people pleasers? Comment guys, tell me. Why are we people pleasers? Why? Like, like, what's our problem? Why are we people pleasers? Okay. So like we said just a little bit ago, busyness, because we, that's what we're so busy doing is going around trying to please everybody. Why do you think people are people pleasers? So while you guys are thinking and commenting, we're people pleasers because we want to be accepted and or admired. Is that true? How do you guys feel about that? Like we're people pleasers because we want to be accepted and admired. Like if it's not that you want to be accepted by everybody and that's why you're trying to please them, it's more of you want to be admired and, you know, put on a pedestal because you're <laughs> pleasing everybody. So as much as we think people pleasing is selfless and, and, oh my gosh, I'm such a good person. It actually can be selfish. Okay. Because we're trying to get accepted and fit in and be admired. And honestly, I remember being at a conference not too long ago and the speaker had said something about that hit home to me that the reason we do some of the things we do is because we want to be accepted. That's the whole point. That's the basic human need is to be feel accepted and to fit in. Okay. Somebody else made a comment. Uh, Danielle said my business has affected my marriage at times. Yes. 
We're going to talk about that in just a minute. So hold that thought, Danielle. It's so true. It can affect your whole, um, your, your personal life. Okay. Trying to be busy and keep up with everything. All right. Okay. So like I said, Danielle, pause there, girl, because we're going to go right back to that. So if you notice, like I said, most of the times the reason we're trying to please everybody is because we want to be accepted by them. We want to be loved by them. We want to be admired um, for our selflessness. Again, feel free to chime in on this topic. Okay. If you notice when people post things, they go back and check. Oh my goodness. All the time trying to figure out if someone liked it, shared it, whatever. Again, trying to be accepted or admired. That is the problem. Like, it's not selfless to please people. It's it's totally selfish, whether we want to admit it or not. Okay. Um, so this is where Danielle, you, what you were saying comes in cost of busyness and people pleasing. Okay. The cost of being busy can affect your personal life, your home life. It can affect your career. It can affect your progress on all levels, your mental health. Um, I don't know if you guys saw my post the other day when I was talking about the cost of people pleasing and like overpricing people's opinions. It costs you your mental health. It costs you your peace. It's just too expensive. So why pay for it? Don't do that. Like, don't don't allow yourself to be wrapped up in what other people's concerns are to the point or their opinions, because honestly, at the end of the day, guys, you'll never be able to control what people how people think or what they think of you. You cannot control it. As much as we want to try our best to shape our social media pages so that people can see that we are a certain way or perceive ourselves as a certain way, we talk a certain way, we act a certain way, we dress a certain way because we want to feel, um, we want to be the epitome of what people think we are. You'll never be able to achieve that. It's, it's just unachievable. I know that you're like, most people are like, hey, go for your goals. You can achieve anything. Nah, bro, you can't achieve this. Okay. You cannot achieve that. The success of getting people to think the way that you want to think about you. It just is not a thing. People are going to think what they want to think. Okay. You are not responsible for people's actions towards you. You're only responsible for your reactions to their actions. Okay. So you can't ever try to put on this facade and hope that this is what people think of you because it's not true. It's not a thing. And even if they do think it, it's only temporarily as long as they're scrolling and then they'll keep scrolling and stop thinking about it. It's not going to be something that's lasting. It's something that's fleeting. So you need to focus on things that help you to be the best you that you can be based on God's purpose for you. Okay. Um, Trinice said, sometimes I people please because I want to be seen as nice, but often I fall short on, short on, on what I really want. Yes. Yes. Trinice, you can say that 15 more times, girl. Like that is literally what we come down, what it comes down to is we want to be perceived as this amazing, selfless, nice person. And that's why we people please, because we want to see that people see that we're so selfless and we're doing these things for others. Like I was just saying a little bit ago, but honestly, that's what makes us selfish. And we unknowingly become selfish because we want to be perceived as something. Like I had said before, with the social media thing, like we put, let's be for real. All jokes aside, let's be for real. We post stuff on social media because we want to be perceived as to be a certain way. Okay. We ain't that way. 
And if we are that way, it was only for the five minutes it took to post it. Okay. Um, so like I talked about my business and my people pleasing and what the root of it was. And it was literally to help cope with my anxiety and my depression. And again, like Trinice and I both said the same thing, like to literally make myself appear nice and humble and selfless. And yeah, that's not a thing, bro. That's not a thing. So yeah. So busyness and people pleasing makes us feel important. It gives us purpose. And that's why I put a O at the end because Busyness and people-pleasing gives us purpose. Hmm. Isn't that God's job? Isn't that Jesus's thing? Like, isn't he supposed to be the one that gives us our purpose? So a lot of times we get to the point where we're so wrapped up in people that we push God to the back burner. We get so wrapped up in getting, being busy doing something or achieving something that it has nothing to do with our purpose. And therefore, in being busy and achieving something, whatever we get to achieve, it doesn't do anything for us. It doesn't help us at all because honestly, what it comes down to is we did it in vain because that was not God's purpose. That was something that we put on ourselves. We purposed ourselves to do. Okay. So that's why busyness and people pleasing cannot be what gives us purpose. It has to be all God. <laughs> like we have to focus on that as our purpose. Okay. That literally is what it comes down to. So how? You know, it's like, what is the solution? Honestly, what it comes down to, guys, is figuring out how to minimize your to-do list. Um, I saw this on YouTube. The guy was talking about when it comes to busyness, downsizing our to-do list. What's important? What's not important? Um, I did this activity in my class the other day with my students. It's called a brain dump. And you literally take 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, whatever works for you, and you find yourself a spot in your house, wherever you are in your office, okay, you literally put on some soft music or whatever it helps you to do to relax. You write down everything that's on your brain. Do a brain dump. Literally, let your mind just wander for those 10 or 15 minutes. Write down everything that comes to your mind, everything. Write it all down and then look at it. And then once all that stuff that was on your mind is on the list and you look at it, look and see what, how much of that you can actually do something about? How much of that can you actually fix? And the things that you can, make that, take those from the list and make another list. The ones you can't, throw the list away. And if you're saved, give it to Jesus, okay? So the stuff you can't change or fix, give that to Jesus. The stuff that you can, make a small to-do list for each of those things, okay? And fix them. That literally is what it comes down to. You got to empty your brain of these things because honestly, busyness and people pleasing is detrimental, detrimental to your health, your mental health It's detrimental to your purpose and your relationship with God. Because how many of you get so busy? You can't even remember the last time you picked up the Bible. Can't remember the last time you prayed. Can't remember the last time you talked to the Lord about anything because we got too busy. Okay, so our purpose of trying to make ourselves appear a certain way gets in the way of the purpose that God has us and wants us to perceive. It's not about how we perceive ourselves, it's how God perceives us, okay, that we need to focus on. All right. Oh, hey, Ness, and hey, Lay. Oh, hey, Lay. Hey, V. <laughs> but yes, it literally, that's what it comes down to, guys, is we cannot be so wrapped up in everybody else's lives, even if it's your children, your husband. You can't be so wrapped up in trying to please them and do for them that it cripples 
what you do for God. Okay. So yeah, your purpose as a mother, a wife or whatever, that's great. Congratulations. But that purpose does not override your purpose that God has set aside for you. Okay. So being busy and people pleasing doesn't go with your purpose. It's just not a thing (laughs) because Bible clearly says, you know, like as long as we are devoted to God, people ain't going to receive you anyway. So if we're people pleasing, we got to check, double check and see if we God pleasing at the same time. All right. So I try not to go past 25 to 30 minutes. So I'm going to wrap this up. So honestly, like I said, try the brain dump activity that I told you guys about, like try and, and like, just let your brain breathe, let your brain wander for 10 minutes, write down everything that comes to your head so that you can clear out your mind and literally be more productive versus busy. Because honestly, we're just busy for no reason. Okay. For no reason. Um, literally, like I said, and if we are, like we talked about towards the beginning, it's because while we want to be perceived as selfless by being busy and people pleasing, we, we are perceived as selfish, whether we want to believe it or not. Um, oh, well, hey, mama. Uh, and Crystal says, amen. All right, Crystal, thank you for your support, girl. And Trinice, right back at you, Trinice, right back at you. All right, so I'm going to share a story before I let you guys go. Um, And this is just going to introduce my topic for next week. So what I often try to do, I'm going to start trying to do is at the end of each show, if I don't have a co-host, I didn't have one this week, um, but is share a funny story that's going to lead into the discussion for next week. So our discussion for next week is embracing your imperfections. So we're going to talk about that next week. But real quick before I let you go, so I'm going to tell you about this story. So um, I don't know if you guys know, but overseas, like in Africa and Middle Eastern countries and things like that, people, bigger women aren't considered, oh, girl, she needs to lose weight, whatever. No, bigger women is considered, we consider the thing, like, for real, like, you know, like, okay. So this one time when I was living in Kuwait, you know me, heavy set, whatever, just chilling in a store, right? I'm looking through the clothes in the rack, all right, just trying to find something to, to buy or whatever. And this dude comes in, all right? <laughs> so he comes in and he looks at me and and then he's like giving me an eye. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, bro, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm going to need you to pump your brakes. So then he comes up to me, y'all, and he goes, hey. And I'm like, oh, gosh, yes. He goes, how you doing? I said, I'm, I'm fine, sir. I'm fine. He said, um, you have husband? And I said, yeah. He says, oh, oh, it's okay. You have husband? You, you want to come upstairs with me? I said, no, clearly I just said I have a husband. And he goes, um, it's okay. It's okay. You come upstairs. I pay for you. I pay for you. I'm like, bro, I don't know what you think this is. And he's like, I'm like, sir, what is your problem? And he goes, it's just that. It's just that you're very fat. You're very fat and I like that. And I was like, okay. So apparently being big, being this, being whatever, ain't a bad thing everywhere, okay? Because old boy tried to holla. So tune in next week, guys, when we're talking about embracing your imperfections, like being a bigger girl, like being whatever, okay? Tune in next week. That's what we're going to be talking about is embracing your imperfections. Hey, Chris. Um, Trinice says the healthier the woman, the richer the woman is perceived. Exactly. That's how it is overseas. 
Um, okay. Um, okay. And the, the husband I met. Um, Crystal said, LOL. Crystal said, the other Crystal said, OMG. <laughs> I'm glad y'all find this hilarious because I'm telling y'all, I was rolling. He was like, Yeah, you're very fat. You're very fat. And I like that. And I'm like, Father. So, yeah, girls. Yeah, girls. Tune in next week, y'all. We're going to talk about embracing our imperfections because big is beautiful, baby. All right. It may not always be healthy. So we got to work on that part a little bit, a little bit. But um, anyway, so we're going to be talking about our embracing your imperfections. So I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Like I said, I try to keep it short and sweet. All right, y'all. I'll holla.